What is chinuch? So comes along this generation and the big mechanchim say, you're not allowed to hit, you're not allowed to scream, you're not allowed to pressure. Rebchaim Kanievsky writes that a lot of people, they're tzaddikim, they love davening, and because they love davening so much, they pressure their children at young ages to daven, that's beyond where the kid wants to, and because of that, they break the kid. And the kid develops an internal disgust for davening. If you just let him go at his own pace, they daven. Right, but every kid is his own own pace. When you when you when you hit the brake, you know you break, you hurt, and you destroy. And we have so many other people, like Rabbi Yashiv said, there's no small daicha. Rabbi Gamliel Rabinovich, so many people are saying there's no negativity. So people say, what do you mean? So what's chinuch? Okay, think about it. So did we think chinuch was punishment only? Chinuch meant to hit. Chinuch meant to be mechanech, which means to teach. Nesiv Shalom says, chinuch amiti. Real chinuch, true chinuch, enoi l'achriach es Not to pressure the child to do what you want. To bring the person to want what you want. And, and it's mamish such a fallacy because we never force and coerce somebody because then you're never going to get the rutzen. So when a kid is two years old, you might want to pressure him to take a bath. And at four years old, but we apply this way beyond where it's supposed to happen. I got a call today, almost every day I get the same call. And the mother says, listen, the daughter is not, not sneers, she can't come home. And that's, cause that's mechanacher. So whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, you were mechanacher. You taught her by example, and you sent her to school, and it failed. She's off the derech. Now you have to be mechanacher. You're not teaching her a lesson, you're not teaching, you taught her. Chinuch means that you have to teach somebody, they don't know. But once they know and they choose different, so then you don't force yourself to so think about it. Think about it. Where in the Torah does it say that you impose your views on other people, that you force and coerce other people to act and behave the way that you want? If you're going to go to your child and you're going to say, I'm teaching you that Coca-Cola is delicious, and he's smart, he's going to drink Coca-Cola fine. The kid says, no, I don't like Coke. So now what's your job? To get him to want to drink the Coke. No, we flip into, what do you mean you're not going to do it? Then I'm taking away your this or that. I'm taking away your mommy. I'm taking away your tati. And, and we think that they're going to develop, they're going to want to do this. right? They're going to decide one day, I love Coke because when I didn't love Coke, you forced me to drink Coke. And so people confuse that with chinuch. Chinuch means to get the child to want the right thing. And it means, it used to be that a hit worked, it was a hit. A hug works. It's a hug. It's whatever it's going to take for each individual child. That's chanach l'na'opidarkai. That's why there's no mitzvah of chanach. There's no way to do it. There's no specific shulchanach mishnabura on chanach. Do this and do this. And if a kid doesn't um, go to sleep on time, then you do this and this. Why? Because it's not about what you do. And if you're doing the same thing on every kid, that's like somebody went to a, a rebbe and he said, I don't understand why this kid is not doing well. I had eight other kids. Whereas Mechanachim, all the same way. And he said, well, that's your mistake. Each kid is different. So Chenuch is about figuring out this child and figuring out how am I going to make him want to be from. That's Chenuch. And if a patch would work, I'm all for it. But when the Rabbanim say, and Tzadikim say that it doesn't work on our daughter, Elia Lopian, at 80 years old, said, I regret every patch I gave my kids. I regret it. It didn't, it didn't do what I thought it was going to do. So you, every parent has to know, and especially people in this situation, there are consequences to, to our actions. There are consequences. And you have to be smart. And a kid does something, and you want to bring them to the goal that they should want to be from. 
So you have to think about it. What is going to work? And make sure you don't make a mistake. Because every time you make a mistake, you're actually hurting your own chances of your child wanting to be the thing that you want them to be. Let's say you're very into fitness. A Gaisha family. Very into fitness. And they want all of their children to love running and fitness. And the kid says, we have one kid and he's 20 pounds overweight, he's a couch potato, and he goes through a phase. He says, I'm not interested in fitness. So think about it. Would you advise them, you know what you should do? Force him every single day to go to the gym. Tell him, I don't care that you don't like it, this is what you have to do. Nobody would ever think that that's smart. Because he's, he's going to just get more and more powerful, 16, 17, 18 years old, and as soon as he can, he's out, and that's it. I, n- I never want to think about this again. You people are nuts. Because it doesn't work. It doesn't work to convince somebody to want to do it. You tell them, no, I'm not giving you any potato chips, and I'm not giving you any fattening foods, and I'm not giving you all the normal stuff that all your friends have. No, you're different, and you should appreciate it, and we're going to the gym. I'm sure that nobody would think that's a good idea. Now, of course, we look at it like, well, who cares about that? By us, it's Tyra. The point is, yeah, it's Tyra. And we want them to come back as soon as they can because there's so much at stake. And therefore, we have to make sure that we would do things that make sense that they should want to be from. That you should bring the child. So you could have a kid who's doing really, really well and they go through a slump. So if pushing them at the slump is a smart move, do it. If pulling them, if telling, giving them days off, whatever, whatever is going to bring you to the goal. We have to be realistic. As soon as somebody says, do something because that's a shita, they don't care about the kid. It's not about the kid. It's about, this is the way I raise my family. This is the way I was raised. And it's not goal-oriented. It's never going to work. So we shouldn't feel like, oh, there's no way to be mechanic children today. You, you can be mechanic children in so many ways that have nothing to do with punishing and consequences and boundaries. You mechanic them by dogma ishis to be somebody who is that thing, and eventually they're going to want to be that way. You mechanic them by showing them that we are happy, and Yiddishkeit is so great, because if you're miserable, then they're going to say, why would I want to do that? Look at the miserable people. If, if Yiddishkeit brings you anxiety and lachats and arguing and fighting, right, all of that, the younger kids, some of them are going to be like, why would I be interested in that? We, we have to show them we're happier people. We have emuna, we have bitachan, practical emuna bitachan. If the kid spills and you scream at him, where's your gamzula taiva? Out the window. Where's your emuna bitachan? Everything is bashered. All of it goes out the window. When your kids mess up and you have an opportunity to show them how a from Yid responds, that's chinuch, right? You have a, a beautiful, happy home and everybody gets along. And then, of course, if you do something wrong, you, who says you're not allowed to smile? Who says you're not allowed to go over to someone and say, Shefila, come on, you, you, you know, whatever you're going to do. I, I, I did so much chinuch on my kids, but I never yelled at them, I never screamed at them, I never punished them. I was just, we're all, we're all trying to be good. If you look at the kid that they're bad, you're going to lose it. If you look at them that they're good and they're trying to be good and they're struggling, that's human. Also, I'm very surprised. Some people get so angry at a kid for being a kid. You know, there's a certain amount of times that everybody messes up. There's a certain amount of times a year that a kid is entitled to mess up. Don't take it so personally. Don't get so angry. right? And people are saying, whoa, how can you be mechanic today? Very good. I don't think it's a problem at all to be mechanic today. You have to, you have to go ahead and, and learn the sugya and, and, and realize that just because you can't slap and yell and scream and be angry and turn red and give eyes and all of that, 
there's a whole world of, of ideas and ways that you can be mechanach children. That's our job. This is Avi Fischoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.